Hey, Maria. Hey, Amanda. Welcome back to our podcast, Problematic Pop. This is our our first episode that we're doing, like recording distance, Mm -hmm. distantly. And I think we figured it out if Anchor (laughs) doesn't give us problems. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Anchor, help us out, please. (laughs) Come on, Anchor. So if the audio ever sounds funny or like something sounds Mm -hmm. weird, just know that this is the first one we're doing this way. So have patience. Be calm. Come back next week. Carry on. Be calm. Carry on. Yes, they say. (laughs) Isn't it keep calm and carry on? Oh, shoot. You're right. It is keep calm and carry on. Wow. Remember when that was like such a thing that like Mm. all shirts had some variation of that? Every I think I I think mine was purple. I think I had a purple V-neck T-shirt that said. I think my, I had one that was like a variation. I think it said like it was either like keep calm and love cats or like something <laughs> along that line. It sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it was like something Amanda related. Yeah, it sounds right for you. Yeah, and I think like when I was in band, there was like a shit ton of people that had ones that were like keep calm and love mm. marching band. <laughs> That's <laughs> very cool. <laughs> yeah, everyone in marching band is so cool. And everyone in marching band kisses on the bus. <laughs> yes. That's what I learned from you. <laughs> Cuz in my head I'm picturing like a really dilapidated school bus, but the seats are like that red sparkly vinyl that they have in like some red robins, okay? And it's just every seat is just a pair of like 14-year-old kids with bad haircuts just making out. I mean, the school buses were never in great shape, but they unfortunately didn't have red sparkly vinyl seats. They just had, like, gross black or, like, dark brown, Mm. like, faux leather seating. Lame. And, like, certainly not everyone in band was making it. (laughs) All at once. (laughs) Only only the, like, band couples were. Mm -hmm. And there was where you only did it on the way back in the dark because nobody wanted to see that in the day. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Band kids are not as promiscuous as you would like to think. <laughs> I mean, I think they're the most promiscuous of all of the stereotypical high school cliques. <laughs> that kind of relates to our song today. A little hint hint there has to do with kissing. <laughs> <laughs> that was an intentional anecdote. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but we'll start with some highs and lows per huge. Um, would you like to start or shall I? I can go ahead. Um, okay. Well, as Amanda said, we are distant, so I'm still in North Carolina right now. Woohoo, hanging out in the South. Um, I learned yesterday that my county officially has less than 5% of the population has COVID. So if we stick it out like this for a couple more weeks, hopefully we'll be able to open up safely. So that would be lovely because no one else needs to die from this virus. So keep it up, Orange County. Shout out to you. Um, that was a tangent. That was not my high. That's I get two highs. Okay, that was my first high is go Orange County. You're too high. Too, I'm too high. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. My actual high um, is a little bit of a shameless plug, which is that I've been working with my dad on his business, and I recently made him an Instagram, and I've been having a lot of fun. Let me tell you. Um, so at Woodland Expressions NC, give us a follow everyone all of our podcast listeners do it i was thinking about it and i was like the same people who care enough about me to listen to our podcast probably care enough about me to already be following that page but like you might get one or two yeah if you're not 
check it out. Me and Chuck having a good time on Instagram. My low has to do with our dog, Murphy. He's on heartworm treatment, like every rescue ever. And we just found out that he has to have another month of no. low activity. Yeah. So now all of September, he can't go for walks. He can't play with his friends. It's just pitiful because, like, he's a dog and I want him to be able to, like, do dog He's so tricks. cute. And he has, he has so much energy he wants to mm-hmm. use. He really does. But we have to just squelch it with drugs for another month. He's a poor drugged up puppy. He really is. But hopefully, hopefully, then after that, he will be good to go. So... Yeah, fingers crossed for Murphy. I just crossed my fingers as if all of the listeners could see. So, (laughs) you know. Imagine that in your mind's eye. Poor Murphy. Mm. I think my high is pet related. Just I like (laughs) being able to play with my kittens. My kitten, Mister, is sleeping next to me right now. Mm. And my low, I think, is just I'm still waiting on information about Mm. visas for france if you are the french government (laughs) that's listening please make up your goddamn mind (laughs) like at this point Mm -hmm. whether you say i can come or i can't come Mm -hmm. whatever whatever i don't care what the decision is just make one i understand decision making is hard i've been there i don't make good decisions (laughs) no that's what i mean (laughs) i I make good decisions. I don't make right. decisions well. There That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's the one. So I get it. But like, my decisions affect me. As the French government, your decisions affect a lot of people. Mm. So, you know, snap, snap. <laughs> snap, snap. Hurry up, friends. <laughs> snap, snap. Um, that said, though, I did get a very official visa from Maria in the mail the other day. That said that I can go to France whenever I want mm-hmm. for however long mm-hmm. I want. Um, so I hope that the French government accepts this visa when I just, you know, take an Elmer's glue stick and <laughs> stick it in my passport. I don't see why not. I did it in like children's marker. So, you know, it's official. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's an official stamp that there looks is. great. Yeah. I drew France. It, I actually think it was a pretty accurate outline. Yeah. It looked really honest. good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So... If you guys have highs and lows, feel free to email us at <laughs> yeah. problematicpoppodcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Just to plug that email one more time. Yep. <laughs> We're available to you. We are. We're here for you. We really are. Yeah. If you email us your highs and lows, we'll give you a shout out. You will yes. become famous. You so. will. You will. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Guaranteed fame. So, I have an interjection, okay. which is that the other day, Amanda texted me and said, I think I want to be president, except minus all the politics and the responsibility. I just want to live in this fancy house and go to the White House. And I was like, so you just want to be a celebrity. That's what you're describing. I feel so... like mildly attacked, but like, you're not wrong. So that's that's our guarantee. If you email us your highs and lows and we read them here, we will get you a White House level famous one day. Yeah, it'll come. For, like it will come, and it will be great. Yep. <laughs> so now on to the yes. subject matter of this podcast. Indeed, problematic pop songs. Mm-hmm. This week's song is drumroll. <laughs> I kissed a girl by Katy Perry. Ooh. 
so we're going to usher you to mm-hmm. um your favorite music streaming platform mm-hmm. be it youtube or <laughs> spotify or what did you say groove shark groove shark the og yeah so we're gonna give you the nice little interlude go mm-hmm. listen and then come back ready set listen listen <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. It's, again, another bop. It's just, it's so good. And it's one of those songs of, like, our youth, too. Like, I feel like we're the prime age where, like, that song was in our prime, like, pop music time. Just really good. A lot of, like, good dance memories to that song. Like, just jamming out, like, not thinking about the lyrics. Just, like, (laughs) having a good time. Youthful bliss. Alrighty. So, I kissed a girl, um... It was actually the debut single for Katy Perry on her second album, which I didn't realize. Um, let's see. It is written by Katy Perry, Max Martin, Kathy Dennis, and it's produced by Dr. Luke, which doesn't sound like a producer to me, but okay, Dr. Luke. <laughs> Although I feel like if you're going to be a producer, why not give yourself a spunky name? That's fair. That's fair. Maybe he has a PhD in music production. I don't know. That's, I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, so this song was wildly popular, as we all know. Um, this, by the way, I'm pulling from the Wikipedia page because we love Wikipedia in this household. Um, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So it topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for seven consecutive weeks um, when it came out in 2008, which a lot of play right there, Katy Perry. Like people love this song, um, not just in the U.S. According to Wikipedia, it was a huge hit throughout the Anglosphere. Which I think is an underrated word right there. Um, the Anglosphere. The Anglosphere. Yeah. So hugely popular song from from our girl Katy Perry. So why don't we go ahead and dive into the lyrics as we love to do. Um, so today, as pretty much every day, we're going to be reading from the Genius Lyrics page. Um, Thanks. So... I mean, shout out to Genius Lyrics for, for like, real coming through. Mm-hmm. Literally the Wikipedia of song lyrics, like just random people on the internet add information and it's usually accurate as far as I can tell. So, (laughs) all right. So we start off with verse one. This was never the way I planned. Not my intention. I got so brave, drink in hand, lost my discretion. It's not what I'm used to. Just want to try you on. I'm curious for you. Caught my attention. I think that that verse is fine like I don't think that Mm. there's ultimately like you could maybe pick it apart and she talks about Mm. like drink in hand like Mm. you know like people talk about liquid courage you know whether that's a good thing or like like about alcohol like yeah whether that's a good thing or a bad thing I don't know but that verse seems fine like I feel like that's a way to feel like Mm -hmm. like I wasn't expecting this to happen and like now it is like I'm just curious like that's okay okay starting fine Katy Perry (laughs) And then we move into the chorus, a classic. I kissed a girl and I liked it. The taste of her cherry chapstick. I kissed a girl just to try it. I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. Oh, God. It felt so wrong. It felt so right. Don't mean I'm in love tonight. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Um, okay. I just want to say that I have been a lifelong cherry chapstick user. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I, forever. And mm-hmm. so I, when this song came out and she said that, I was like, oh, my God, I use cherry chapstick. 
and to this day i still use cherry chapstick among i have a very large chapstick collection Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) who doesn't but cherry chapstick is is a fave i have a fun fact about cherry chapstick that i discovered while i was researching for this episode so I guess on one of the versions of Just Dance, there's this song is on it. It's not the version I had because I would have done this one all the time. But <laughs> but apparently on Just Dance, they bleep out the word cherry because mm. like it can be used as a euphemism for the hymen. And like, apparently, like that is not what Katy Perry meant. Like she really did mean chapstick. Like she really is talking about kissing. But I was just like, seriously, you bleeped out the word cherry just because it could have this meaning. So that's okay. <laughs> like mildly tangential, but like they do that. Radio Disney does that with the the like Girls Like You song or whatever by Maroon 5. With, like Cardi yeah. B. When she talks about like, I play with this kitty like you play with mm-hmm. your guitar. They bleep out the line, I play with this kitty like you play with your guitar. And I'm like, I'm 21 and I did not get that reference. <laughs> And then they bleeped out, and I was like, why'd they do that? And then yeah. it clicked. I was like, oh Well, it's God. like, no child is going to think that that's dirty. Like, why no. would not seem silly to be concerned about that? But, but yes, yeah, so rate. the cherry chapstick line has, like, always been my favorite. <laughs> but the line in the chorus that really, I think, does it for mm-hmm. me is the, I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of rhetoric being like, oh, like, if I'm with a boy, then if I kiss a girl, it doesn't count, or vice yeah. versa, no matter right. what the sex is, that, like, if you're with one sex, if you kiss the other one, that somehow right. it doesn't count. And I think that you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that really actually will feel that way. Yeah, for And sure. it's a very, like, that's, like, a very, heter- very heteronormative way of thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think to that point, there's um, a quote in the Wikipedia article about this song, Uh, which is actually a quote from an article in Slant magazine. Um, But they say, um, quote, the song isn't problematic because it promotes homosexuality, but because its appropriation of the gay lifestyle exists for the sole purpose of garnering attention, both from Perry's boyfriend and from her audience, end quote. So I think that's what you were just getting at, right? Is that it's, it's like that line about like, I hope my boyfriend doesn't mind is placing this lesbian experience in this lens of like just something like, fun or sexy that you do for your boyfriend right now it's not actually about that experience yeah it's like it brings to mind in friends while i love that show (laughs) Mm -hmm. there is a lot of talk like with Mm -hmm. joey and chandler stuff like oh if like monica and rachel like kiss or if they do that or whatever like there's a lot of allusions to this like lesbian relationships like being is like so just something to view and like for the enjoyment of like straight men when Mm -hmm. that is not the purpose of lesbian relationships nope um yeah so and like the chorus is a bop and it seems like it's you know when you sing it it seems fine but it really is like she is definitely appropriating this part of lesbian culture absolutely it just this just came to mind um (laughs) This is a this is a this involves a story and then I'll I'll get to my actual um academic point. Um so we in our apartment are a big fan of um Cards Against Humanity, as most college students are. And we got the college extension pack and it came with this poster and it is these two men in their Calvin Klein underwear kissing in bed. First of all, 
fabulous. I love it. It's in our bathroom. It's a spicy surprise. Um, but after our enjoyment, I, I ended up looking into it because I was curious. And that picture is actually based on um, this picture from, I think, like around like early 2000 that was taken by this photographer named Tanya Chalkin. And it's called The Kiss. And it's this image of these two women in kind of like white underwear kissing in bed. This picture has been used a lot as this kind of like over-sexualization and fetishization of like the lesbian relationship, right? So it's like this picture became used by especially straight men to get to that thing that Amanda was just talking about that they do in Friends um, of this just like sexualizing the lesbian relationship for heteronormative couples for straight men. Um, yeah, so that was a tangent, but it just, it made me think about that picture and how prevalent that idea is in our society. Yeah. And like to the rest of the chorus, when she talks about like, it felt so wrong, it felt so right, doesn't mean I'm in love tonight. Mm-hmm. Like all of that, I think is more or less okay. Like I can, mm-hmm. you know, you can understand that like it probably does like feels wrong and also might feel right. And I like, I think if you were just to take those lines out, then maybe you're getting at like she's learning what it's like to question her sexuality. But I yeah. unfortunately don't necessarily think that that's what she was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if she was, the song is kind of shrouded in these other problems. But like mm-hmm. those lines on their own could be really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I want to just go ahead and read verse two because I think there's some stuff to pick apart in here too. So verse two begins. No, I don't even know your name. It doesn't matter. You're my experimental game. Just human nature. It's not what good girls do, not how they should behave. My head gets so confused, hard to obey. Um, there's like a couple of points in here. There's that a I lot just, there. Yeah. Th- no, there is a lot. I think what initially stands out to me is the you're my experimental game. Because I think that also gets at like invalidating lesbian relationships right because you're saying it's just experimentation right so like this girl kissing another girl is not real romance in the same way that this girl kissing her boyfriend is right like it's just an experiment and that totally invalidates that queer experience so yeah I've had to be like in my experience like Mm -hmm. as somebody that identifies as queer like I have had to be clear that like my all of like my relationships aren't considered experimenting right like when I've had certain conversations with like certain family members like if no matter who I'm in a relationship with like you Mm -hmm. cannot categorize it as experimenting because just saying that is very invalidating of the entire questioning experience Mm -hmm. and like I was questioning for so long to have that rhetoric like is Mm -hmm. so invalidating yeah like yeah, and then we get into it's not what good girls do, not how they should behave, which is just like a very <laughs> blatant, like, okay, way to just like shame <laughs> like like homosexual relationships. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. And like, yeah. sure, she says, like, my head gets so confused. Sure, it probably did, but <laughs> that like doesn't excuse the other things that you've said. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we go ahead and get into what Katy Perry has said about this song. Um, So on the Genius Lyrics page, she's quoted in an episode of Carpool Karaoke, actually, as saying, um, when asked what the song was about, (laughs) there's like a few theories that fans have, apparently. (laughs) Um, And she was asked about the rumor that the song is about Scarlett Johansson. And Katy Perry says, she's definitely one of my muses inspiring it, but it's actually about, about a girl I met when I moved to LA at 17. 
so it kind of seems like the song maybe is about a genuine experience with a girl but but the way that it's reflected in the lyrics is you don't get to see that in like a, a wholesome validating light you just see it fetishized and just shown as invalid so even if it is coming from this real experience that's not really how it's portrayed to the listener and like i suppose if you're being a very generous listener if this was based on a real experience she mm-hmm. could have very strong internalized homophobia that makes her yeah. feel these things about it for sure but i think that like we'll talk a little bit more about things that she said i don't think that that was the case like i think that's a very generous mm. reading of the lyrics but it is possible like she herself has internalized homophobia that can yeah. perpetuate these thoughts when this song came out in 2008 there was some controversy around it which reflects the points that we <laughs> that we've already talked about but so one quote we have is from um an article in pink news um from 2009 written by v king mcdonough um so this quotes beth ditto who is the front woman of the band the gossip um and she was very critical of this song and of katie perry um and a quote that she says is she's just riding on the backs of our culture without having to pay any of the dues and not actually being lesbian or anything at all yeah so i think that 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 um ditto is getting to that point about like it doesn't seem like this is about an authentic experience right like it just seems like she's using this and the way that people can kind of be interested in these relationships to just make a profit and it's not really empowering these experiences yeah and i do i think now's a good time to interject that like this song like certainly feels like it's an anthem for the gay community like i think that not in the same way as like born this way by lady gaga but like it mm-hmm. feel it has that sort of same sort of energy like i know that when i was younger and i was questioning and i mm-hmm. was first starting to feel like i was a part of the lgbt community that like this song like made me feel like oh my god i can kiss a girl like mm-hmm. it is like she brought homosexuality into mainstream in 2008 and i think that that there's something to be said for that that like this song did help me feel okay and mm-hmm. i was like oh yes yeah, like popular um, popular pop singers <laughs> sing about homosexuality and now years removed with mm-hmm. more of a critical eye like she didn't do the best job but like it does bring to light right. homosexuality and mm-hmm. it on the surface that's a good thing I think yeah you know but I would echo what Ditto was saying is that like she certainly is like she says riding on the backs of the culture without really being a part of it right and like that is a problem yeah absolutely yeah they make a very similar point in the wikipedia article um where they say quote the song sparked controversy for its handling of homosexual themes but in retrospect has been viewed as the beginning of the lgbt awareness in pop music end quote so i think that's like exactly the point that you just made right that like there definitely are issues with it but at the same time, it also was a hugely popular song and was bringing a homosexual relationship to light in pop music. So that definitely can have some positive impacts as well. Yeah. And to that point, um, so we have a Billboard article from 2018. So about 10 years after the song was released, um, where Katy Perry expresses that she does now see that there are some issues with the lyrics in this song. Um, so in an interview with Glamour, she says, quote, we've really changed conversationally in the past 10 years. We've come a long way. 
bisexuality wasn't talked about as much back then or any type of fluidity. If I had to write that song again, I probably would make an edit on it. Lyrically, it has a couple of stereotypes in it. So I think that years removed, just like how we just said, we didn't recognize this at first. I think Katie didn't either. And now it seems like she does and recognizes that there are some issues with the lyrics of this song. Yeah. And I, you know, props to her again for like, recognizing mm-hmm. errors like kind of like we said with Ava Max like for sure at least she knows she has influence right. and like unfortunately in our deep dive in Katy Perry this was not the only problematic song we found it was not <laughs> it, it, it was not pretty am mm-hmm. I yeah so maybe down the line you'll hear more about Katy Perry yeah from us I think but, we might. I think there might be a second Katy Perry episode coming your way one day. Once we've, you know, done a few other artists, I think we might circle back. But at least she's recognized now mm-hmm. what she, like, missed first go round. Right. And I think she's right. Like, bisexuality is really starting to come. And, like, mm-hmm. pansexuality and f- just fluidity in general right. is really starting to come to the forefront. And so I can understand where, like, if this song was the first time like, homosexuality was really felt in pop music, like, Mm -hmm. of course, there wasn't going to be a lot of nuance to it. So at least now she's like, I, I should have had, there should have been more nuance. Absolutely. And I think we, we haven't done an episode like this yet, but we definitely have some lined up that are actually from queer artists. Um, So we want to make sure we know that right now we're still talking about um, a pop musician who identifies as heterosexual even if she is singing about homosexual themes so just stay tuned guys we're going to talk about that yeah the lack of um lgbtq representation in pop music super disturbing super important to talk about so stay tuned for that in the next few episodes okay so as per usual we're (laughs) going to point you in the direction of a better song Mm -hmm. and unfortunately like we said deep dive into Katy perry's music was it was a bit of a struggle yeah um so we're gonna give an honorable mention to firework that was Mm -hmm. our original choice but we recently found that she like a song that she just released called Mm -hmm. daisies and in particular the daisies can't cancel pride version of the song Mm -hmm. the daisies can't cancel pride is only on youtube it's not on spotify Mm -hmm. um so if you want to listen to that one you'll have to take yourself to youtube mm-hmm. or you can take yourself to spotify and just listen to daisies but mm-hmm. that's where we're pointing you right now so go and listen, listen. welcome back i hope you enjoyed the lovely Katy perry and a different mm-hmm. a more recent rendition mm-hmm. um if you watched the can't cancel pride video on youtube it's a great time <laughs> um also want to mention she does all of that while pregnant so yeah, she go Katy perry for just being a boss which let's take a moment and appreciate <laughs> orlando bloom oh my god <laughs> I'm what a beautiful man i guess i don't think i when i google it i don't think they're married i think they're just affianced um <gasps> that's enough for me still she's getting to have regular sex with him so i mean <laughs> amen guys i mean Katy perry's amazing also like just power couple right there yeah (laughs) um that i wonder what they're gonna name the child oh my god i very recently rewatched the hobbit movies in which orlando bloom is a very blonde elf aka legolas and he looks amazing and that should be their baby's name (laughs) 
I feel like it's not gonna be, but celebrities <laughs> name their babies weird things, so. You know, it could happen. <laughs> I, like, low-key, this is, like, in my head, I always get Orlando Bloom mixed up with Corbin Blue, and I don't mm. know <laughs> They're not the same. But in my head, I'm always like, who's who? Their names are, like, sound similar, even if they're very different people. <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact for you about Amanda is that I confuse Orlando Bloom and Corbin <laughs> Blue. Well, on that note. <laughs> oh. So, Daisies by Katy Perry. This song um, just came out. The original one came out in May 15th of 2020. And then the can- Cancel Pride version, I believe, was June 25th was the re-release yeah. of that one. And it um, came out during Pride Month. Happy Pride. <laughs> Um, so this song was co-written by Katy Perry, John Bellion, shout out to him, um, Jacob Kashner Hilden, Michael Pollock, and was produced by Jordan K. Johnson and Stefan. It's probably not Stefan, but that's what's spelled. So I'm going to say Stefan Johnson. Again, if you know these people and we're saying their names are on <laughs> email problematicpoppodcast at gmail.com. Do it. Yes, so those so those writers are courtesy of the Wikipedia page, so thanks, Wikipedia. So, yeah, so I found the, I came across the Can't Cancel Pride song version of that when I was looking at the Genius Lyrics page for I Kissed a Girl, because if you listen all the way through, she samples I Kissed a Girl, mm-hmm. and a couple of her other songs, which I didn't recognize, that maybe if you're an avid Katy Perry listener, you did, mm-hmm. um, but I think that that's, like, a fun part of the Can't Cancel Pride, is that, like, she kind of samples some of the old ones. Mm-hmm. And I do, like, I think that it's nice that while I Kissed Girl is problematic, like, she sampled a not necessarily mm-hmm. problematic part for the song and, it like, right. turned it into, like, a nice new bop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so why don't we um, read some of the lyrics? So we start off, told them your dreams and they all started laughing. I guess you're out of your mind till it actually happens. I'm the small town, one in seven billion. Why can't it be me? They told me I was out there, tried to knock me down, took those sticks and stones, showed them I could build a house. They tell me that I'm crazy, but I'll never let them change me. Till they cover me in daisies, daisies, daisies. I like that she makes reference to, like, sticks and stones, and she Mm -hmm. turned them into building a house. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's, it's just, like, it's a cute message, like, Mm -hmm. when they, you know singers take common phrases and turn it into something else yeah absolutely Um, and in some of the comments on the genius page like it does talk about how like daisies is seen as like a new era for Katy perry that it's Mm -hmm. you know a song about self-empowerment yeah absolutely yeah so um according to the genius lyrics page um what Katy perry has to say about this song is quote i wrote the song a couple of months ago as a call to remain true to the course you set for yourself regardless of what others may think so i think that's just a lovely message from Katy perry yeah and it makes sense why she turned it into like a pride bop like absolutely stay true to yourself like Mm -hmm. you do you like you are great like you don't need to change you can identify however you want whenever you want be who you are follow your dreams keep calm and carry on (laughs) keep calm and carry on it all circles back (laughs) yes keep calm and Katy perry on maybe don't maybe (laughs) stay critical and 
while listening to Katy Perry. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> um, uh, that should be our slogan. Keep calm and stay critical. <laughs> that's cute. I like that. I hope that you enjoyed that good uplifting bop and that you do watch the Can't Cancel Pride one mm. because fun colors, it's a great time. <laughs> um, you can't cancel Pride. Here's to hoping there's Pride next year. I mean, there's Pride all the time, but I mean, yeah. Pride celebrations. Celebrations, next year. yeah. Uh, Gotta all be responsible till then, get ourselves out of this yeah. pandemic. Stay masked, keep mm-hmm. calm, and wear your mask. Stay a safe distance away from the people you don't live with. Yeah. Stay safe and even safer distance away from people you don't like. Like, you know, <laughs> now's a great time to avoid your enemies. It's true. You have the perfect excuse. Everyone's safety. Alrighty, well, until next time. Drink Gatorade. Not Haterade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>